0: Hello and welcome to the Chiaroscuro Jazz Podcasts. I'm George Graham, Director of Artistry and Repertoire for the venerable jazz label, celebrating our 50th anniversary and featuring over a hundred titles by some of the world's great jazz musicians. This time we feature Reed man and composer George Young. who, While he may not have as wide name recognition as some in the jazz world, has been a long-time presence in a remarkably wide variety of settings, from big band jazz to doo-wop to progressive jazz. He was a regular member of the Saturday Night Live Band and has had a lengthy career as a first-call studio musician. Born George Opelisky Jr. in Philadelphia in 1937, George Young first got into playing the sax by getting into his father's instrument. In the 1950s and early 60s, he was an essential part of the Philadelphia rock scene, playing on records by Chubby Checker, Bobby Rydell, and the Devels. His studio work brought him to appearing on records by Frank Sinatra, Benny Goodman, and Sarah Vaughan. His first album under his own name was in 1962 for Columbia Records, which was called Presenting the Unbelievable George Young. But his studio work kept him busy and happy as a studio musician, becoming a versatile man with all the saxophones including sopranino plus flute and clarinet. He also performed with groups including Low Profile and was a founding member of the Manhattan Jazz Quintet. K.R. Records gave Young an opportunity to lead his own group in 1989, and the result was an album called Old Times, with an all-star group that included his longtime friend and colleague, Reedman Lou Delgado, plus pianist Ron Foyer, guitarist Bob DiNardo, bassist Tony Marino, drummer Tom Whaley, and percussionist Jamie Haddad. Here's a piece that George Young wrote for another great saxophone duo, Al Cohn and Zoot Sims, called For Alvin and John. Oh, George Young and his group from his Chiaroscuro release Old Times with an original piece called For Alvin and John, dedicated to Al Cohn and John Haley Zoot Sims. One of the distinctive features of many of Chiaroscuro's CD releases is the jazz speak track in which the artists talk about their music in their own words. Here is George Young speaking in 1989 on getting started in music. Back
1: in 1944, I sort of broke into my dad's alto And I've been playing it ever since with the addition of the tenor and the soprano and flute, alto flute, piccolo, clarinet, and I love to write music. In fact, I loved writing the music for this album. We started in Philadelphia playing in school, playing with great teachers such as Carl Axman, Paul Farah. Pete Lanuti, my oboe teacher, for about a minute and a half. Just a lot of great people in Philadelphia that I remember as a child growing up. Still considering my dad my favorite teacher. He always wants to make sure I'm playing music and I'm not just making noises with my instruments. He's 80 years old, a great guy. My best teacher. In fact, I'd like to dedicate this album to him. I am hoping he'll be very proud of what we conjured up. We had a great band as a kid. A bunch of schoolmates got together. That's where Bob DiNardo came into the picture. We were playing the Philadelphia area, the eastern seacoast, Wildwood, Atlantic City, Boston, Florida. And then we went out to Las Vegas, Reno and Tahoe. And there was a, a jazz attitude about what we did, but we tried to play music that fitted the situation, whether it be... Back in Pennsylvania, with mom and dad and my uncles and aunts, we would be playing maybe polkas and our folk music from the Yugoslav and that particular area. And then we would go out playing our top 10 for the early sets. Our latter sets, of course, were we would like to think they were hipper and uh, we would sort of stretch out and play standards in in a jazz straight-ahead sense and have such great folks in the audiences. Louis Armstrong and his entire band, Harry Belafonte and Matt Cole. This was now about in the 60s. We started out as the Rockin' Box because it was a trio. It was Fred Bender, Giorgio Poliski, also known as George Young, and Pete Cozy, the drummer. And we took the first initial of each last name and came up with B.O.C. So that was our, our handle And then as we added members to the group, my band became George Young and The Rockin' Box, and then it evolved to a review because we started going to Las Vegas and show business took over a lot there, you know, and we involved a husband and wife team, Alan Jett Loring was their handle, and they were featured with my review. They used to do great takeoffs on Stephen and Louis Louie and Keeley, and on and on and on. And it it was fun. We would work with these folks, and the kids would, would do their impersonations of them, and we would be playing the music to fit the situation. And it was done very lovingly and very respectfully, and went over great. Even when the people who we were imitating we're digging it. It was quite a nice memory. As the guys got married, the band splintered, and I came to New York City and started recording. I started actually recording in Philadelphia back in the late 50s for Cameo Parkway, which was uh, Bernie Lowe and Cal Mann and Dave Apple. And shortly after, started going to New York City for Charles Colello to play on a lot of records up there. I found myself sitting in a sax section with People like uh, Phil Woods, and Al Cohn, and Stan Getz and Zoot Sims, Joe Farrell, Eddie Daniels, Lou Delgado. I enjoyed that very, very much, Uh, stayed in the studios, basically earning most of my living as a studio player, but I've always taken the opportunities uh, to go out and play live, which is my favorite way of playing music. And I love to write, and uh, that's really a special passion of mine.
0: ...jazz speak. Now here's more from George Young from his Old Times album with the title piece, Old Times, written by guitarist Bob DiNardo. George Young with the title track from his album Old Times. Now here's George Young talking about his musical colleagues on the album.
1: I'm looking forward to playing more of Ron Foyer's music because he is one of my favorite composers. You're going to probably hear a lot about this guy if you haven't already. Tony Marino's another one. Uh, When I moved out to Pennsylvania in 1980, we started playing and he knocked my socks off with the string bass as well as the electric bass and he has grown he's grown into a world-class player I first got to know Lou Delgado in the early 70s when we were playing for Joel Kay's band which was the arrangements of Johnny Richards and after the rehearsals or concerts we lived not too far from each other in Queens and Louis would ride me home, he would drive me out there. I didn't have a car at the time. And we always talked about playing, and to this day we are still playing Kulau flute duets. We play every chance we get. We're usually playing Kulau. He's our favorite flute composer. We're best friends, and uh, I'm proud to say that. Thusly, my friendship with Lou Delgado was a major factor in structuring this particular record. Uh, Bob Denardo and I always fantasized about playing together in a band back in the 50s. And the rest of the band members wanted Bob on the band desperately, but he was with Herbie Fields at the time down in Florida. And then, of course, with Herbie's demise, Bob came back to Philadelphia, and we grabbed him. And Bob was so kind. He came with me to New York when I made my record debut for Columbia Records and had George Vivier, Hank Jones, O.C. Johnson, and Bob DiNardo on guitar and myself. And I did my audition session with Tio Macero and Dave Kaeperleck. When Bob came on my band back in the 50s, we started growing with our music. We were doing things now like Slaughter on 10th Avenue, his beautiful arrangement. First small band, mind you. Rhapsody in Blue, Flight of the Bumblebee. And we took it to another place with the aid of Bob's musicianship, his writing, his wonderful viewpoint of of what we could do with a small band. Which kind of I didn't, I, I I had no idea that we could even tackle these things, and they were challenging to play. They were fun to play when we got them together, and the people just loved it, and they couldn't believe we were doing this with a small band. Tom Whaley. This guy is one of the most compatible drummers I've ever played with. Anyone who's ever played with Tom Whaley knows that it's very, very extraordinary. Jamie Haddad just completed an album with Tom Harrell and Joe Lovano. is very in demand on drums, percussion. Anything you can tap on, Jamie can make music out of. He's the fastest rising percussionist on the scene in America today. I'm very happy to have both Tom and Jamie playing drums and percussion for this particular project. They brought it to life.
0: George Young from his chiaroscuro jazz speak. He also appears on drummer Louis Belson's chiaroscuro release, Salute, with a group that includes trumpeter Bobby Shue, pianist Willie Pickens, and bassist Keeter Betts. From that album, here's a George Young original called For Diz. ¶¶ Young, appearing on Louis Belson's album Salute, with an original by George Young called For Diz. Before we go, here's another track from George Young's old times with Young and Lou Delgado on clarinets, a tune co-written by George Young and pianist Ron Foyer called Angel. George Young and his group from his 1989 chiaroscuro album Old Times with a piece called Angel with George Young and Lou Delgado on clarinets, Ron Foyer on piano, Bob DiNardo on guitar, Tony Marino on bass, Tom Whaley on drums, and Jamie Haddad on percussion. You can find George Young's Old Friends or Also, Louis Belson's Salute, which we heard earlier, and many other chiaroscuro releases on our website, chiaroscurojazz.org, where you can find a searchable database of the artists and music on the label, and lots of other information, and more of these podcasts. The albums are available on CD, as a download, and streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and other popular platforms. And you can also listen to continuous jazz from the over 100 albums available on chiaroscuro 24 hours a day on the Chiaroscuro channel, available at the Chiaroscuro website. This is George Graham. Thanks for listening to this Chiaroscuro podcast, and join us next time for more music from great jazz artists.